It's your boy Rabino. And this DJ Erm in the building. And you listen to the Up and Up podcast. Yeah. Wait, what are we doing? I don't know. Just listen. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What it do, what it do. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host, Rabino. And I'm DJ Erm, man. What's up, dog? How you doing? I'm good, bro. How you doing, bro? I'm good, bro. Feeling good. You know me. Blessed. Mm-hmm. Never stressed. Never. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know. You know. Feeling That's good cool. though, bro. I'm, I'm blessed. Good to have the people. Good people in here too. Good vibes. Good yeah. energy. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, for those of you first time listeners, welcome to the show. As I stated, this is the Up and Up podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture. Right. We do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, movements, hustlers, shakers. All, all that. that. Anything all else? That, man. Who, 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 who? Nah, nah, man. You got it. You want to you yeah. add on? Nah. <laughs> I think you covered everything, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Ultimately, though, man, we're here to provide uh, uplifting, inspiring stories uh, that can, you know, keep pushing our community forward, right? Mm-hmm. Keep them on the up and up, man. Um, while we're at it, let's make sure to always salute and shout out the consistent supporters, viewers, listeners. What do we call them over here, man? Family, bro. Family, man. A lot yeah. familiar, right? Straight up. Yeah, man. Shout out to y'all, man, for those of you supporting us and continue supporting not just the podcast, but the Up and Up platform as a whole. Salute to y'all, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And um, yeah, man, we wish y'all happy holidays yeah. and, and happy <laughs> new year, right? This is this the is going to be the final episode of 2021, so yeah. shout out to y'all. Um, yeah, outside of that, man, I think it's, it's best to just get straight to it. For the first time listeners, this is how we do. We always bring a compelling story up here, something that's going to you know, drive us to the to the next day, to the next move, to the next hustle, right? To the next mm-hmm. step. Mm-hmm. And um, today's guest is a man who I would say is the epitome of what it means to preserve culture and uh, document history while it's happening in real time. Um, definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything he's doing on the up and up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit about this brother. So he's an award-winning photographer, photojournalist, and creative. Um, and, and though he's still very young in his ascension in his field, he's been able to establish establish himself as one of the industry's rising um, creatives with uh, with the resume earning him accolades from the 30 photographers to watch selection, um, as well as an American Photography Award. Um, and this dude's cooking. He's always cooking. He's always building. Right. Um, he's always creating. He's always capturing the moments. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, he's, he's been able to create amazing work for clients and uh, publications that we all know and love. And we've seen a lot. Um, just to name off a few, some such as Vice, uh, New York Times, Nike, Rolling Stone, BET, just to name a few, right? Mm-hmm. He's here with the up and up, right? We can yeah. add that to the list, right? Oh, come can we on, add that to the list? come on, man. Might as well. Right? Come on, man. Uh, but, man, let's just get straight to it, man. Our guest is none other than the man who's living life through his own lens, literally, right? Yes, sir. Meron Mengestop. Can we get a round of applause, man? Yeah. Give it up, give it up, man. How you doing, boss? Hey, man. Perfect. I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. What's up, man? How you, how, how you feeling? How's the day treating you? Day's good, man. I just I was just telling you I was a uh, shout out to Athletic Forum. Yeah, yeah. Shout they out. Just, they shout just whooped my ass today <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. So that was fun. Back in um, the gym. Back in yeah yeah back back in the gym. Back in the gym. Um, yeah, man, it's a good day. Good, good life. Day. No complaints, man. On, it's been man. good. I love it, man. Yeah. You bring good energy in here. We love it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so if you're familiar with the show, we always start the show with the quote of the day, right? Something to get the vibe right, get the mood right. Um, and, you know, Brother Man Erm here is the man of the quotes. 
So what yeah, you got man. for us, man? All right, man. Quote of the day today. Short and sweet. But um, the quote is, the soul never thinks without a picture. Mm. Yeah. Mm, that's deep. Yeah. Me too. You took it there. Yeah. You took it there I today. Huh? Yeah. I did, man. So uh, before you ask me to run it back, I'm going to run it back again. Yeah, go ahead, man. So, I need to feel that one. All right. The quote is, the soul never thinks without a picture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's that quote by? Aristotle. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Before cameras, too. Exactly. <laughs> so he knew. That's yeah. crazy. I think it's like we got to think or we got to see a picture to perceive <laughs> yeah. things, you know? Mm. So I was like, yeah. No, that's real, that's cool. bro. Damn, that's. Yeah. Shout out to Arm for the quote, man. Thank, that, you. That's, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. No, that's hard. That's hard. Um, now, Meron, obviously, the quote obviously sets up the conversation. You know what we do here is about. Is about getting into people's journeys, right? The context. Uh, but before we kind of get into your story, something stuck out to me. Um, I pulled a quote from something you said and, uh, regarding kind of the work you do. And, and the quote says, uh, I've been asking myself to look at what and who I love and how I can translate the power of community to photographic work that will exist long after I'm gone, right? Um, could you kind of elaborate on that a little bit yeah. in terms of like what you meant by that? So I think for me, you know, uh, with the power of photography is because we don't have all the other factors of, the, of mediums, right? Like in terms of audio, video, and all these things that kind of like um, break down a very literal, uh, almost not objective, but objective kind of uh, presentation of what's happening in that moment. I think with photography, something that's really beautiful is we're able to apply our own context, right? So if I'm able to make uh, work of a community or group or a person that mm -hmm. resonates with a community group or a person mm -hmm. um, a lot of time that's coming from them projecting uh their own experiences or you know like that the real skill i think of photography is being able to create images that people then see themselves in in some mm -hmm. way or another or mm -hmm. see uh what they can relate to or mm -hmm. who what, what they feel is um true to the way they want to feel about the world yeah yeah and so i think I that, that with photography that's my favorite part about it. Like, I think that because you don't know what's happening in the 360 view of the, around the image, right? You only can see what I present. Uh, I think that to be able to do that in as such a subjective art form, but then people are able to connect with it, resonate with it is yeah. the ultimate difficulty. Like it's, yeah. it's like, I enjoy what makes it hard. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That like, makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So I think that's what I've always thought about. So when, when photographing uh, with the idea of presenting like communities or narratives around groups of people or just what uh, a wider umbrella, right? Whether yeah. that be East African diaspora or black yeah. in America, whatever. I think that that being able to resonate as far out as it can because people are seeing themselves in it is ultimate success yeah. of an image yeah. of photography. And, and it kind of provides people the voice through, yeah. through image in a the sense. They right? see themselves or they see people they know. Like, yeah. That to me is... Yeah. Are none most important. That representation is yeah. important too, yeah. bro. Yeah. No, that's For dope. Real. That's dope, man. I just wanted to yeah. touch on that because that, that stuck out to me. That's dope. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Appreciate it. For real. Did you read it? Y'all do your research. I yeah. appreciate <laughs> it. Come on, man, you know. Not playing. That's how we do, man. That's, that's how how I know who we're dealing with, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate <laughs> it. So, uh, yeah, man, let's take it back. Let's talk about the upbringing, um, where you grew up, where you, you know, just grew yeah. up. Yeah. Um, grew up in Southampton, Columbia mm -hmm. City. Um, photography was, you know, it's funny. I got into photography. Cause I thought it'd be an easy A. I was like in seventh grade or something. Okay. And then I was like, this, you know, they can't tell me I'm made a 
I yeah. can't. I, if I do, if I make a picture on the wall, you can't tell yeah. me I didn't do it. It's like pass or fail. Yeah, pass or fail, right? And then I actually really fell in love with the dark room. So like printing and the mm-hmm. quiet. I think growing up in a city too, mm-hmm. being able to have a place where I could just kind of quietly exist, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, so I just stuck through it. So I did that in like middle school. I went to a school that was K through 12s, and I got there sixth grade. So I was at the same school for middle school and high school. Mm, yeah. And um, so I just stayed in the lab. The photo teacher, he knew that that's all I cared about. So yeah. he would maybe maybe not tell the other teachers if I skipped class to yeah. just kick in the dark room. And, mm-hmm. and so I got really interested in the craft of the, like uh, in the literal sense, like the trade at work yeah. of it. Like, it's just yeah. like I just was being in a space, having to figure out how to print something was addictive. Mm. And uh, I didn't really know you could do it for a living, yeah. right? Like, why would, uh, how, how would I know? I didn't yeah. know any professional artists, let alone yeah. photographers. Um, and I, I got into a program that paid for me to go to South Africa. Mm. And I was there for six weeks. And one of the things we did was I, I listened to a lecture of a Rwandan photographer photojournalist and that just like made sparks fly I was like oh well then if they're doing that for National Geographic how did that start where mm. do you go from there and I just started backtracking mm, like yeah. trying to think about it yeah. and I was like a junior in high school so it was like a perfect time and mm. and then I found a school that did photography and honestly I didn't even <laughs> so fucked up but I didn't really even want to go to college not because school was hard or anything yeah. I just I thought it was a scam I was like yeah, I got paid for harder high school classes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Come yeah. on, biology one hundred three for yeah, no, I feel ten that. grand a month. Like, yeah, no, I feel you. So I wasn't particularly sold on it. Obviously, my parents were like you don't have a yeah. choice. You know? Yeah, you're going. Yeah, but I was I was hesitant because I didn't like the idea, and then I think photography came into my mind almost like a trade school. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh well, at least I'll learn a skill set. Yeah. Like no matter what kind of debt they try to put on my head or whatever, <laughs> at least I walk away with actual skill set yeah mm-hmm. so i went to school in rochester new york upstate new york um really good photo program and uh there's uh the institute of technology yeah rit rochester institute of technology mm-hmm. uh, i thought it was a lot closer to new york city it wasn't <laughs> uh <laughs> but we moved right I, I went and i visited and i like i remember i took my fingers and i went from like seattle to portland and i was like across the map i said Rochester, New York, and that's that was your first—that was your first time in the East Coast. More, you, I was born in Atlanta, so I got family out in okay. Atlanta, so we used to go down there. But that, that was, yeah, yeah that, I don't know shit about it. And I feel like with college, my outlook was like, I think in Seattle, I could feel, especially at that age, right, was at 17, 16, 17, I could see like, man, if I don't bounce now, I don't know if I'm bouncing. Like, yeah. if, you know, like just stretch your wings. You not felt that urge way. to like kind of challenge yeah i felt like that was the best time of, as an excuse to go see some shit and not and fail like yeah. I, I can't yeah i'm, I'm curious I'm, cu- I'm curious i'm curious though because kind of backtracking to kind of your early <clears throat> mm-hmm. early years teen years right when you first kind of discovered what photography really was right um you seem to had had of like a, a real curiosity regardless of what it was yeah. like to break it down right like you know, like sometimes someone's like, oh, I want to do that. And they want to do the thing that's on the surface that everybody sees. Yeah, but you were like, true. yo, I want to know how this is crafted, how it's made. Yeah. Um, where does that come from? Like, where, do, where can you speak to that? Um, man, I think, you know, where it comes from not is not as direct. But what comes from is my dad never really, he was always self-employed, as they I suppose we say mm-hmm. now. It's yeah. cool mm-hmm. to be self-employed now. But, like, he was never really... Uh, someone who worked for a company or a boss or anything, 
uh, did his own hustles. Yeah. Every yeah. every week was a different, you know, mm-hmm. little yeah. thing he was doing. And um, I think what he, whether he explicitly said it or not, was you can't take the tools away from me. Like, he was just like, if I figure out how to do it, then you can't touch my money. Like, you yeah. can't get in my way. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if I just rely on whatever system you tell me presents work or whatever, then yeah. then I have to follow, like, whatever it is yeah. that makes the money. And then when you told me it stops, it stops. Yeah. yeah. So I think for yeah. me, I always kind of built into, I don't, and we, you know, we had a really long talk about this not that long ago because I don't think I realized how influential he was in that way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I always just watched him look at something and say, well, if I learn how to do it, then you can't, you know, yeah. just to reiterate that. Yeah. And then I started applying that to everything else I did. Like, mm. Well, if I learn how to do it, then they can't tell me I can't not do yeah. it, you mm-hmm. know? And, yeah. And, uh, and it just kind of grew from there and yeah. just kept going. And I think that I've always, even now, anything else I pick up, it's like, I think about it like, well, if I learn how to do it, even if you got to respect those who master it or sure. take it seriously, obviously for different skill sets and everything, but I always want to learn. Yeah. Even on jobs, like if it's like a video team. I'm doing the photos. Yeah, I always walk over and be like, "Hey, man, so like, without getting too nosy, you know, you want to respect people's." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, respect but their but like, yeah. I just want to learn. Like, I'm always fascinated. Like, okay, how do you do yeah. that? Cause that's dope. Because I want, if I want to be able to do it, I want to know how to do it. Yeah, like, no, that, that's yeah. that's an asset though. That's why I ask because it's like sometimes we have these gifts that we don't consider gifts mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. we get to a point of mm-hmm. whether accomplishments or success, and you know, we can always attribute that to who we were when we were younger. No doubt. Yeah, you know and I mean? think that. A lot of us, you know, in this room can agree, like, the stuff that we're taught as kids that are supposed to be, like, signs of success or uh, tools of success Mm -hmm. and, you know, all these cliches make us play down how valuable a lot of things, like, immigrant parents, Mm -hmm. like, teach us in terms of hustle and and movement and just the way they process information, some more than others in different ways. But, you know, I I think it wasn't so way later that I learned or realized what kind of seeds we're putting, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's real, bro. Yeah. That's real. You're right, bro. So, um, going back to Rochester, like, how was it like when you first got there? Like, I mean, obviously you're coming from Seattle. You go to Rochester, you're just like, damn, this is hella different, you know? So <clears throat> my freshman dorm room was on the tenth floor, or sorry, twelfth floor, right? Damn. Yeah, it was good. It was a nice view. Yeah. I remember being laid on the bed, like, I mean, you know, like you're just like, yeah. well, this is what college and the movies look yep. like. Yeah, yep. it was like September, right? So then. Up there, the lake effect, the snow, Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, all that, the snow is something different. It's like yeah. six feet, yeah. like, tall as you. And I remember looking out the window one morning, and it was all this snow, and I called my mom because she works, she works like, early, early. So she, I knew she'd be awake. Mm-hmm. I was like, Mom, I don't want to be here. Mm-mm. I'm not doing it. Like, this cra- <laughs> yeah. six feet of snow, who? They're telling me to go to class? Yeah. I'm, like, calling the class number, like, not happening. All my homies were, one of my best friends was in Santa Barbara. Two of the homies were in San Francisco. Yeah. A bunch of oh, homies at chilling. Eastern and yeah, UW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, nah, bro. They yeah. got it. Yeah. They, you know, so I was I set pretty, myself up. I set myself up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a little too, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, adventurous. Yeah. But, um, no, the, I, you know, I think that I started, I actually did. I started calling around programs around the country, specifically about photography. And what RIT did was you, you started a photo right away. Mm-hmm. Like the first day of class to put a camera in your hand. Like oh, there's no... Sure like drawing class before you can get to the, which some people need. And I, I respect that format of education. Like, right. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what you want. You're young. Like go ahead and spread around. But mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. And so that I, I realized how valuable that format of education for my brain was. Yeah. That mm-hmm. practical so then, experience is, is yeah, key, I just, bro. I just think I was pretty 
focused by like 17, 18 about it. And so I, I didn't, I didn't see another program that I thought could support that. Yeah. That mentality, I guess, or what, I don't know, you know, like just decision. I decided. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, 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 I'm curious. I'm curious. Cause like, I think, yeah, that's a, that's a very unique college experience too. Right. Where you come in and they're like, all right, here, this is what you're trying to do. This is what, this is how it's done. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I guess like, as you're as you're kind of experimenting and, and experimenting with with cameras and with the craft and photography, um, while still being in school, what were you doing to kind of l- figure out? Okay, well, how can I make this a career? Right, because yeah. school is kind of like the safe haven, no the nest yeah. where you're yeah. like safe, right? Safety net, if you want to call it that. Um, what what were some things you were doing at that time? Yeah, um, I think by about junior year, I went so the summer between my junior and senior year college. Me and some homies got this tiny ass apartment in Brooklyn, and we just start interning and reaching out to people. And I I moved to New York for the summer, mm-hmm. saved some money. Back then you could do it, like you know you could find a hood apartment that was cheap. Yeah. Not so much anymore, but back then you could. Yeah. And uh, we you know I, I was sleeping on a blow up mattress with the mm-hmm. homie in a shared room. Yeah. But I just was reaching out to photographers that were working in the worlds that I wanted to work in. Mm-hmm. I email you know I always say emails are free. Yeah. Like I just was contacting anybody everybody who I thought. And I always was direct about what I wanted. Like, yeah. I never really was just, like, gassed up, gas you, gas you, gas you. Hey, yeah. vague question. Yeah. I was like, here are the magazines I'm interested in. I see you shoot for them. Like, I don't know. Like, do you have, a, do you have yeah. any, edu- like, yeah. advice? Or advice or yeah. I'm yeah. 19. You don't have to be scaring me. Like, yeah. you know, I was just like, I just am curious. I want to yeah. learn. Yeah. And so that summer was pivotal because I met a lot of uh, people. I, I interned at The Source as well. The Source magazine. I forgot. Yeah, I was an intern yeah. at The Source <laughs> uh, that summer. It was hella fun. That was yeah. a good time. I didn't make no money. I didn't make money, but yeah. it was fun. And uh, I just think I, you know, I always put it out there. I was always blunt about what I wanted yeah. and like how I want, where I was trying to go. Yeah. I think people tend to respond to that because I think what happens a lot is people just, you just get, people get a lot of vague questions of it. Like, oh, do you have any advice? And that's just the end of it. No, you need specific yeah. questions. Like, and I think that triggered a lot of people. So by the time I graduated, I moved back to New York and I had a lot of contacts that I made that yeah. summer and then I just I just kind of went for it. Just yeah. kept going. Yeah, what was that what was that internship like at the Source cuz I I mean I I'm pretty sure growing up huge fan of hip hop, yeah. right? The Source has a lot of weight, right? In the hip hop Source Awards all that. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. You know? Yeah. So like how did you take that experience as an intern and um do you feel like it, it challenged you enough at the time? You know, I think at the time it was the most it's it's so funny there was so much random little things i did that i probably can't even pick out right now so long ago but the most valuable thing was what the art director i think he thought was the most boring job mm-hmm. which was my job was to archive all the old original issues mm-hmm. so like they have all these original issues and they need to like because if they need to reference a photo of biggie yeah. in 2000 whatever that was 2010 yeah, yeah. then they got to know where to find it right got it, got it. so i was putting these magazines and archiving them and that's i was looking at 50 pictures a day History. 100 pictures a day yeah, yeah, yeah bro the, fo- the photos that i register you know like register with and mm-hmm. at that point you know in RIT, at rit i was always in the library looking at photo books so then to look at like the fine art world and then getting to see that work that was actually contextually like shit yeah. i cared about yeah. yeah because i didn't know nothing i didn't have yeah you know, i didn't have yeah. a fine art photo yeah. book lab in my school or something you know like so it was dope to like take this formal education of what you know the craft of photography but then 
at this internship, I was looking at all these pictures that I cared about. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's actually a really dope photo because yeah. I had the language. And yep. that was the most valuable part. Really? I thought it was so fun. Yeah. 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 And I ate wings with Nori. That was hella fun. A word? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was hella funny. You remember that part? Yeah. You can't, yeah. You can't forget that. It was so fun. He was waiting for an interview or something. And I didn't, I had sat down in like, you know, my little intern corner. Yeah. And somebody was like, go get him some wings from down the street. I was like, all right. And so I went and got it. And I sat down. He's like, you want some? And I just sat and we waited <laughs> for the interview to start. He's a good interviewer. It makes sense yeah, he has a show. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, no, that's, that's funny because Nori's that's name is uh, niggas on the run eating, so it's like, yeah, I just put the two together, yeah, right though. Nah, that's, uh, dope. that's dope, just bro. funny ass little memories like that, yeah. No, nah, no, nah, that's what's up, man. I, I, I like that because what it speaks to is, um, especially the part about reaching out cold emails, right, or cold calls, whatever the case is. Um, the, the power in that, right, not only my biggest opportunities, right, mm-hmm. it's like easy let's like i look at it like man like why not but then also like what you gain from that is also the upside is too high yeah Yeah. because it's too high because the more rejections or the more uh non-responses you get you know what i'm saying it kind of numbs you to any sort of rejection that may come Mm, you know when you get that response so also it's it's like so i get so i feel like every time uh when i was living in new york i did a lot more kind of like I was shooting for the fader a lot, and I was doing a lot of these music kind of Rolling Stone, like these music profiles. And every time one of these bigger artists, photos of big artists came out, there's always at least four or five Habisha photographers who would DM me and be like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm out in DMV or whatever, like, big fan, what's, how do you, and you just, I would answer. I'd be like, yeah. do you, if you ever look into contact so-and-so, let me know, I don't care, I'll yeah, tell yeah, you. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it was just funny, because... I don't think they even really realize yeah. you would respond. I'm like, why you asked the question, I'm going to answer it. I'm exactly. not rude. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, and exactly. And, yeah, go ahead. And I'm not necessarily, maybe I might, you know, full disclosure, I might ask a busy day. I don't see it. Yeah. But they didn't lose nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I mm-hmm. may not necessarily have gotten back to every single person who's ever reached out. Yeah. But I never, I'm not, I don't resent them. I'm not mad at them. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they lost nothing. So... I, I don't know. I think it's the most valuable thing to do. Just yeah. reach out to people, ask a question. But I also find mm-hmm. it like, in general, it's like you got to think about it, bro. There's a lot of people who are just waiting for someone to reach out to them too, mm-hmm, because they're mm-hmm. like, "Yo, like, I got all this experience, but it's, true. it's just for me, you yeah, know." Yeah. So you never really know just how much you're helping that person that you're trying to reach out to and get their attention. Like, mm-hmm. they actually are waiting for you, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no doubt. Yeah, you know especially sure, when bro. it's young Habisha creatives. Because to me, I was always yeah. just like, my whole early part of my career, like, I was the only. How much a person, you know, like East African person, I really yeah. was seeing in certain spaces. For sure. I think it's changing completely now. I'm seeing like That's a lot dope. of young cats come up. Yeah. Um, even like Burhana and all these artists are yeah. like, Burhana, I mean, like, yeah. mm-hmm. you have a lot of dope musicians that are coming up. Yep. All their managers are Habisha. I was yeah. at South yeah. by Southwest. Yeah. And I was in the back of the Fader Fort and I seen like six Habisha dudes kicking it. Yeah. All managers. I was like, when did this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the low key hustle of the, yeah. the East Coast Habishas. But, um, <laughs> No, it's dope to see that yeah. the world are we're expanding to that space. For I'll sure. always young black creatives because I saw for myself. I didn't even think about becoming a photographer until I saw another black person as a photographer. Yeah, and that I'm so literal about that. Like, yeah, reach out because the representation is important. Once though. you see, once you see it, then those triggers, and you don't even know that's the fact. You know, you don't even know exactly. that's the case. The image, at the time. man, the yeah, image bro. alone is super powerful. Yeah, yeah just, seeing just seeing someone like you, you're like, oh, shit, I can do that, yeah. too. Yeah. And I like the arrogance of it. I like that you see somebody who looks like you, and you're like, man, they're doing I'm doing it. Exactly. Like, we need competition. We yeah. need, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, 
for real. That's a, I don't. I'll yeah. always, that's what I mean by passing info or trying to keep in taps with people. Because what's that? What's that say about me if I'm too insecure to help yeah. somebody out? Yep. And on, we're only we're only going to be right. on this earth for a very right, right, small right, amount right. of time, bro. Right. So like, what's the point? Yeah, use use what you got yeah, and for pay real, for man. it. So, uh, man, I mean, you did a lot of work, obviously. So, what was like your first photo shoot like, bro? First? Yeah. Well, I um, that's a tricky question because like paid, <laughs> you know. What I, mean? I guess uh, the first editorial yeah. I did okay, was yeah, for the source. Yeah. For rapper that i do not remember their name yeah um it was like front of book like you know it was like they're like up and coming yeah. section yeah and it was so funny because i had all these photos of this dude laughing because mm-hmm. he's a goofy dude he was a <laughs> funny guy like yeah. you know and i remember the editor looking through and he was like oh man you gonna ruin this guy's career because <laughs> i didn't i, didn't, I had wow. not heard, i had not heard his music yeah but apparently it was pretty hard like he was yeah, like, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and I just remember, it was just funny like i think that was a funny first lesson of like context of the article is important to like yeah. the job of editorial photography specifically mm-hmm. um mm. but that's a funny first th- i remember just being like oh man look he's enjoying yeah. it yeah you know and it's funny <laughs> yeah it's the assignment time. though you got to understand yeah. the assignment i guess yeah, yeah you know it's, it was the professionalism yeah, yeah yeah of it that i think i learned not you know fully but like yeah. it was a cool little professional moment yeah yeah, yeah. It just, like, it's not about just going out there and getting the picture you like and then yeah, yeah, home, yeah. Like. I, I'm, I'm also curious too because you know your story is interesting because um we live in a day and age where again all people kind of see now is just your wins or like the final product there's no context to how you got to that right and you do a lot of great work and still doing great work and we'll continue doing great work but at one point um i read that you you were pretty much holding down assistant jobs yeah, right yeah um, for close to like five years or something like that, right? Yeah, about yeah, about four. The first four years. I was yeah, in New York. but you did that with kind of an intention and strategy to at least learn kind of more technical yeah. stuff. Like, can you talk about that experience? Yeah. So, I just approached that part of my career as a school. I was just like, who's doing things that I don't know how to do? Mm-hmm. Like, humble yourself. Like, what is it that I'm not good at? Yeah. And I, I, I very specifically reached out to photographers at the time. Who I thought were successful, not in a professional success, like oh they're shooting for you know like more like their uh, their ability was something I had not really figured out, mm-hmm. and so I want to learn from them. And I every person that I ever worked for consistently, I was always very you know I built a relationship. It wasn't very like you know try to sneak pictures yeah. of their setup or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more like oh you know I'm really impressed by what you do, and I just want to learn because I'm trying to become a photographer too. Yeah, and I think. That didn't rub everyone the right way. There's plenty of people I worked for that are like, oh, man, I feel like you, yeah. you know, but that's just insecurity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I ended up building a relationship with a good amount of photographers that held me down. Like, they taught me a lot. We yeah. would, you know, after the job, you're in the cab back to the return the equipment. And you're just talking. You're just rapping and yeah. learning. And so I spent that time to really learn. And it was like how I made my money. Like, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't have no safety fun like i had to make money and yeah. assisting was good money at the time so like it was just like financially a good decision and i just needed to do it to get my money right so that i could launch into exactly yeah. trying to get yeah but i thought like i could get a job at a wherever i don't know photo rental place but i'm not gonna learn nothing yeah mm-hmm. so i might as well try to make, figure out a way to make money and learn something yeah on the job training but you get yeah paid. on the yeah. job training Come yeah on, man. i feel you do you have do you have like a certain like uh creative process that you go through before you like do a project yeah um different things call for i do a lot of research i'm big on research and just yeah. like depending on how much time i got obviously yeah. uh, before but i do this thing i call the anti-mood board mm-hmm. so like if i have to photograph a celebrity for example 
I'll Google them and I'll click the image tab and then that's just their mood board when you think yeah. about it right? that's how they present on the internet more or less yeah I just like don't want to make any of those photos you know yeah, so, yeah. so like yeah. if it's like you know even something is you'd be surprised like, a lot of people stick to even color schemes you mm-hmm. know and you see the way they're photographed and I think a lot of times I'll look at that and be like alright well to my best of my ability I don't want to do anything I'm looking at right now mm-hmm. yeah. like I, how do I that's the challenge you should give yourself is like alright these exist the the image catalog of the world has mm-hmm. these photos of this person. Yeah. How do I, how do I not, I mean, or yeah. how do I, sorry, how do I add to it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Rather, different. Yeah, yeah. Rather than, um, oh, there's a bunch of them smiling on the black backdrop. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I don't want to do that. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. yeah. To simplify that concept. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I would say that's like my first, I always joke that like that's the first thing I try to do. Yeah. But, um, I look at a lot of photo books. I do a lot of like research and just try to get inspired by, way other people are approaching stuff through history mm-hmm. um and for example uh, i did this thing for new york times magazine uh you know i, I photographed a, a minor league baseball team in spokane and it was basically about this baseball team but then they do like dollar hot dog night it was like for the travel issue yeah mm-hmm. the idea is like this writer traveled to spokane when he was asked to ch- you know it was a like kind of yeah. tongue-in-cheek yeah yeah but for me, especially growing up in Seattle, I didn't have a lot to spend a lot of time out there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is going to be a very American thing that I'm not even that tapped into. Like, yeah. I feel like I, so I started researching like old Americana like imagery and, yeah. trying to, and I started re- recognizing a certain color palette. Mm-hmm. I got inspired by that. And then, you know, so a lot of times I try to think of what other people have done and then try to either be inspired and keep staying in that creative space mm-hmm. or push against it or yeah. try to do. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems about. like it's kind of like you you have your approach, but that approach is also f- can be flexible based on the project, right? Yeah, because yeah. you don't know who, what you're about to be dealing with yeah. sometimes, right? Yeah, and for me, you know, I hmm, I can say this. Uh, early in my career, the biggest critique I got on my portfolio was you're doing too much. Like you have too much different stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you're shooting you're shooting the studio here, then you're doing journalism work. Like it don't look alike. Mm-hmm. Like you know that it was just, which was a fair critique. But I didn't like it. I was yeah. like, no, I want, I like the craft of photography and I want to be able to show that I can create in different ways yeah. and yeah. different possibilities. Versatility. Versatility. Yeah. But not necessarily yeah. just in the sense of, oh, trust me, you know, I'll, I'll get anything done or whatever. Yeah. But like, oh, I will leave my mark on any thing. Like, I'm not one of these photographers who's getting asked to shoot, but I'm kind of making the same photo over and over again, mm-hmm. which from every artistic medium, there's people who do that and make yeah. a very large killing on you know yeah, yeah um but to me i've always wanted to be someone when you hire me it's because you know i just am fascinated in the story mm-hmm. versus you know oh this is the exact look we're gonna get from him yeah. you know what i mean or it's just an opportunity for me yeah. to, to work and then yeah. i'm out you know yeah like i want you if you're gonna hire me i want you to know like i'm gonna randomly nerd out on it for a couple of days and like oh actually i'm gonna probably try to do this you know yeah, like, yeah. And, yeah, and I'm I'm much more interested in doing that than kind of having a look that is you know. No, I feel that, and, and I I think also with people's stories and journeys, I think <clears throat> in anything you do, you have a moment of like kind of internal assurance mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, I'm on the right track, yeah. I'm on the right path. Yeah. Like you might have been doing a bunch of stuff, but then like something clicks. Um, I don't know when that moment was for you, but I do know you got a big break when you were able to um take on the project with Trevor Noah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called like a day in the life of Trevor Noah. You get to follow him around, right? And kind of document yeah. him. Yep. 
Um, and then you also won an award for that, right? The, yeah. The American Photography Award. But w- would you say that was one of those moments or was something else before that that kind of let you know, yo, okay, I'm, th- there's a silver lining here? That was, you know, that was pretty early still. And I think that early on in your career as a photographer or any creative, the biggest thing, right, is you don't have a resume. Well, how do I get a resume if you don't give me a resume? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, how yeah. I get ID if I don't have ID? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and that story, the reason I kind of refer to it is kind of like, it wasn't a break. Like, I don't think I was like all of a sudden like on, you know, like, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was something where I could go into meetings and be like, here's an editor who trusts me to fill five, six pages of a magazine. Back then it was, that's, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. it's a big deal. You know, big deal. Um, and I think that let people have confidence that the professional side was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think early on, especially as a, a young black person, uh, people try to assume your lack of professional ability. Like mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, I like the work, but I can't trust you." Like, they try to assume yeah. that you're yeah. not professional. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like whether people want it or not, that was you're prof- you're unprofessional until proven otherwise. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah. And right. um, so that was a big hump for me when I was young when I was trying to get in. So that story was just a good example of like I had a deadline. I sh- you know just all those professional yeah. check boxes, and I yeah. saw that trigger and editors when i would send them that work they're like oh you know like i saw that i actually saw that spread like yeah and i think um it led people to know what i could do and what i could perform in a professional sense yeah so it helped a lot in that way because earlier on it's like pictures are dope i go in a meeting you know like someone scored me a meeting on whatever magazine like oh man hell yeah i'm about to be in there yeah i show them the work and then when i walk away i can tell they're just like oh but i might hire that person i've been hiring for five years instead you know like yeah there's this 35 year old who's been doing it for a minute who probably will pick before you you know mm-hmm. interesting yeah how do you i guess or even for tips for those who are going <clears> through that i mean rejection is is you know what i mean it's natural like right not everybody's yeah. gonna like what you do not not even like they're probably never gonna understand where you're coming <laughs> from right <laughs> right exactly. so it's like but what did what do you do you have advice for people like on how to continue to keep pushing forward even when you're getting those rejections or yeah, yeah, yeah. those misunderstandings if you want to call it that i think that the most viable thing for me is if you think your shit's dope, you'll be good. Mm. Like, it's consistency is really the biggest battle. So, like, for me, I think earlier on, getting all those no's was I still liked what I was the work. It, yeah. it didn't make me question the work. Yeah. And I think you have to get to that point. Yeah. I mean, early, earlier on, I would, you know, look at my portfolio and be like, man, this shit's mid, bro. Like, this, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. And you get like insecurities drop in because you didn't get yeah. that response to the yeah. email. Yeah. And then you're looking at your website, you're like, man, maybe they didn't respond because yeah. shit's weak, Start you know? Making, yep. Yeah. But once you got, I think, when you get to that point where, and we have to be honest with ourselves, because we all were making mid art until you got to a point where you weren't thinking yeah, it yeah, was that yeah, mid. Yeah, yeah. And we're still trying to get better. But yeah. like, come on, you're a beginner. It's cool. Like, just accept the humble yourself. And that Give sense. yourself grace. Keep yourself grace. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that if you truly think what you're doing is good and you're consistent about it, it's important not to compare the timelines to other people how other people are moving how fast they go yeah. up you know yeah. whatever um but i think that if you think your work is dope it you'll break through like you'll you know what i mean like that yeah. that confidence affects the way people look at it too you, yeah. you know like yeah. you go into a meeting or whatever and you really think you got heat yeah. in front of them yeah. Yeah. that present like you you project that onto them that's you know so what I mean? true bro like that's- it's like going into a job interview right where you go on that job and you don't really know what you're yeah. doing versus this is easy. Like it's nothing yeah. like what are your person that like yeah. your yeah. whole energy going to shift based yeah. on those two. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think for younger people 
well, not even necessarily. No, let's not even make it about age. Just early career. Um, if what you think you're making is good and you're proud of it, mm-hmm. keep pushing it because it is. Then, yeah. like, if you think it's double, you people will think it's, you That's know, right. like they'll find a they'll find a place. I believe in that 100 percent. 100 percent inconsistency. Well, I was, ta- I, was ta- I was telling Benium about it. I, I always reference this line from Common and uh, the song "The People," where he's like, "Nobody believes till I believe me." Mm-hmm. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's like That's true. Real. Like, yeah. No matter how good it is, like it has to cut through. Like people want to know who it is that's behind it and, and how proud and how exactly personality. They are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's important. That's a good message. And whenever yeah. I do on that point, whenever I do kind of I've done like portfolio reviews and I look at younger people's work mm-hmm. and they do ask those questions like, Man, you shoot for this, this, and this, how do I get in there? And I'm always just like if you go into a meeting with the people who hire me, right, and they need somebody who they know is going to do well whatever they're going to pick someone with experience you'll never be able to just show work that's dope and then they and that's going to somehow spark something that um, let's makes them ignore that there's someone with experience mm. who can do all right mm. but what you can do is showing your perspective and then they're going that's what they they put away in the locker the right vision. so that's what I mean by if you think your work's dope, you're going to express that, and that's going to show your personality. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. Personality. You open yeah. their eyes. Because if you try to just, let's say, you're a concert photographer, and you're like, oh, I got pictures of all these people in the concerts, whatever. It's objectively good. You know, whatever. It's good. It's probably it's good, but they're probably going to hire somebody who has experience. Yeah. But if you go into it like, I have a friend who's a musician, they might not sell out shows that – but it's like I've been documenting them every time they do a show. I'm backstage. Yep. You make a whole little narrative yep. story. Yep. That's something you personally invested in. Yep. Yeah. That's going to go so much farther than yeah. having a picture of Kanye that everyone took on their iPhone. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like mm, That makes sense. It's like yeah. that's that's the perspective. You got yeah. perspective is the most valuable thing yeah. you have when you're starting a creative career. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's your bi- that, I'd say that's your biggest asset. That's Always. our biggest asset is your perspective. And the time. Like not front, beginning, yeah. middle, career, everything. Yep. But yep. I think early on, I think a lot of people, they see – I think the biggest thing with social media, right, is people can see someone getting opportunities that they think they deserve. You know, all these things that people kind of project, like, man, I could do that. That's not even that dope. But yeah. it's like what you're ignoring the professionalism of it. Like, these people yeah. probably got hired because that person, whoever hired him, was like, oh, but I know they can perform at yeah. this. You know, mm-hmm. when they got a bunch of people over yeah. your shoulders and looking at the they, camera Like, they stuff. had to have delivered prior to that. Right. On more occasions. And instead of trying to that. compare yourself. Yeah. It's like, oh, instead of trying to get a chance with the biggest celebrity ever, well, if you did something dope, just yeah. like of something that you personally invest in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's yeah. going to go so much farther. I'll tell you, man, there's 7 billion plus people on this earth, bro, like, yeah. and their social media. So, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's many audiences out here, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's real. That kind of, yeah. That was, I, I think you kind of answered it, but that was going to kind of lead me into my next question was like, because, like, to the normal, normal person, we kind of look at it like just somebody taking pictures. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or like a lot of people per- might perceive it like that. Yeah. So what are like some of like the behind the scenes like like what are the aspects of photography that like an average person won't really Yeah. Probably won't really ever know. You know. Uh, I think the first and foremost thing is you usually only get like ten minutes with celebrity. Like it's not yeah. when that nip photo went viral. I remember people reaching out to me, be like, "Oh man, what was he like?" You know, like, and I always say to him, "Is like, fortunately, none of us could have possibly known that you know his life would end abruptly." So we had a very professional. It was very, you know, like it was yeah. cool. It was all love, yeah. like yeah. connect on the hobby. He saw a necklace, like yeah. it was dope. But people don't realize, like, it's not like you gotta 
start yeah. half a day with somebody. Yeah, it's like yeah. you're part of the show. You yeah. know, it's like you're doing your job. And my job is to make something that emotes and expresses with the f- little amount of time you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, which I don't think a lot of people give grace for. Like, I think I always get mad when I see viral stuff on it. Social media, like people clowning a photo of a celebrity or something. Like, man, yeah. that person probably had three minutes. Yeah. Like, yeah. got pushed yeah. in the room, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You never know. Yeah, exactly. like the professional part of it. I, I don't know. It's hard. And that's the part people don't know. You know, it's yeah. like there's a lot of stuff that goes in behind the scenes into making that. Yeah. And it has to happen quickly, usually. Yeah. So I think that maybe is like the part that I think people don't usually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and stop thinking I'm making hell of money off it. When you shoot a celebrity, it doesn't mean you're rich. Yeah. <laughs> like everybody always be seeing pictures. Like, oh, you got the money. What? Why? What? Yeah, <laughs> what does that yeah. mean? A lot of money. Like, you know, it's funny. It's it's a like, lot, there's a lot of misconceptions in a lot of industries too. It's yeah, funny. It's like I'm, just, I'm, I'm Richard Jason. <laughs> you know, it's like I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious though. Um, I mean, since you touched on the, uh, the photo shoot with Nip, you know what I mean? And I think that's, um, you know, that's a, that's a big. That's kind of like a big role for you too, right? Not even with that photo shoot, and maybe others where you're you get to preserve like a legacy in a moment. And sometimes you don't really know what you're creating in the moment until you know maybe later on down yeah, the line, yeah. right? Um, but I guess what do you remember from that shoot as far as like, I guess what, what were you trying to capture? Like, yeah, what was yeah. your approach with that? Well, I think for me first and foremost is I was a fan of his music, yeah. so mm-hmm. I think whenever. I'm particularly a fan of someone I'm being asked to photograph. Yeah. I really want to make sure uh, it's exactly what I envision. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll show up three, four hours early, even if yeah. I'm going to have five minutes with them. Like, yeah. if it's that personally invested, because I think about the idea of their visual legacy, right? Like, if this is my opportunity to add to that, you know, I, I, I want to invest yeah, in it. So, for sure. With the Nip photo, I know for me, you know, he's from Crenshaw and he was coming to New York. I was like, he's going to be wearing all blue. I yeah. know it. Yeah. I know he's going to show yeah. up in all blue. Yeah. So I really thought the idea of the stuff he raps about and the stuff the world the world he was living in, how do I turn that into something graceful and beautiful? Mm. So this idea of like this glowing blue light, and that's mm. why that background is so kind of neon, like not neon, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I think for me it was very like I like the idea of just taking what he was he's talking about in his music, but then like how do you present that in like this uh, pristineness to yeah, it? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, and so I really, and I remember even telling the photo editor this, I was like, oh, you know, I'm about to do it like this. And she's like, all right, as long as it's dope. She like, she was just kind of, you know, yeah. like in a good way. Like it was yeah, just yeah. like, as long as you kill it, no yeah. one's complaining. But I think at the time it was funny because, because we had, I had no idea where that image would go. I thought I was kind of, it was like my own little secret. Like yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to nerd out and make this photo exactly how I think it should be. Yeah. It's going to go into the social media atmosphere yeah. and then it'll die down. I was like, yeah. but it's, I know I did it. Like, yeah. you know, I was yeah. just yeah. like, yeah. And, um. And so it's funny because once, you know, yeah, that, that image took a life of its own, people were reaching out like, man, I can't, you know, it's just crazy because you photographed them on that blue. Mm-hmm. And you did, you know, like people yeah. were reaching. Yeah. They start, connect, to, they start to really yeah, look at it. Yeah, when they really look yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. like, all that was on t- intentional. Yeah, like, I, yeah, you know, yeah. like, it's so funny because I was like, I, I, it was something where I think as photographers in this media age, we make so much work. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. like, there's so many pictures I've made that have gone into the internet and gone, you know, whatever. But what makes it viable to us i think is caring when really when you want to knock it out like you got to do something leave a little you know crumble of like this leave your mark in a way of like i really thought this intentionally i hope someone yeah finds it in front of it you know like when they do it's just like oh shit yeah yeah Um, yeah it's the best feeling and so that was that was how i approached it i think i was very intentional and everything everything in that photo is all in those photos are very intentional yeah 
Um, it cuts through. It definitely yeah, cuts for through, real. bro. Yeah. Definitely does, so. man. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, rest, rest in, in peace, peace for real. Rest in peace. It was yeah, great, man. man. Um, and I'm, I'm also curious, too, because, like, in working with celebrities, um, is there a difference, you would say, in terms of working with maybe someone high profile and maybe someone who may not be as known? Like, mm-hmm. Or is it kind of based on who you're dealing with? Because I feel like some people, maybe some celebrities would be easier to work with than maybe someone who yeah, nobody knows. Yeah. You know what I it's, mean? It, honestly, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. It's, like, I remember I've had, you know, I won't name names, but I've had some shoots where, like, person is just rude like uncomfortable yeah. yeah didn't really want to be in front of camera you could tell but then there's some people like i remember i went to me and my friend he's a writer we went to patterson new jersey to photograph fetty wap oh yeah and uh i thought we were just gonna shoot him you know what we pick a location and you know you knock it out yeah but his uncle he had bought his uncle a car wash and his uncle also did a like a fish fish fry, mm-hmm. and so we just kicked it on this corner for like half a day with his, all his homies knew there's a photo shoot, yeah. so they all pulled up. Yeah, and it was so cracking. Like I was yeah. like, this is so fun. <laughs> like, like, this work. Yeah. And it, yeah, exactly. It was really one of those days. Where yeah. I was like, this is why we do it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, Facts. Um, and it was funny because I, you know, I didn't have any uh, perception of him prior. I didn't have any expectations of what he would be like. Yeah. But I did think, you know, you, you do ultimately get in this kind of. All right, it's pre- pre- professionalism. You're like, oh, we gotta go do it, pack it up, then we go home. You know? Yeah. But that was that was a, a positive one where I was just like, oh, this, is, you know, he's showing yeah. love, like he's trying to hang out. You yeah. know, like show yeah. us what Patterson was about. And yeah, yeah, um, yeah. no, it's so it's it's it is a crapshoot. Yeah, you never. And you got to you got to always say you got to make a game plan for if they're cool, and you make a game plan for if they're not. There you go. You know, like yeah, if they're cool, we can go do this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. If they're not cool, we gonna you know. Hey man, you gotta be prepared for <laughs> yeah, anything, you gotta be prepared bro. For anything. Nah, yeah. I love it though, and there's. You're speaking so much to kind of the behind, like you were saying, the behind the scenes yeah. of the craft. Like, people got to respect the craft, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't care what it is you do. If I see a janitor, bro, that's a craft. Yeah, I don't facts, care what nobody facts, says, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. you got to know. They, they they study, and they yeah. there's things that you just need to know to do this shit, yeah. you know? In the, oh, sorry, continue. No, no, go ahead. No, like, yeah. I was, it's saying, like, and the thing is, like, when someone's really good at something, it looks easy. Oh, that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Facts. Yeah. Facts. If someone's doing something... That if they make something look easy, uh, that's that a problem. Shit, they they put a lot of hard, yeah, yeah. hard, hard hours in to make that shit look yeah, easy. Right. So that's it's like Steph Curry make a three look easy. Don't mean it's easy. you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it's like he's in that gym. It's a different hours, world. You know? you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. Right? Yeah. He's in that gym, man. And, and so um, now I'm also curious because I I did read that you you um, you touched on the landscape of the photography industry, right? And as far as opportunities, right, mm-hmm. for uh, young black creatives which we touched on earlier here. Um, but you, you said uh, most editors and publications and clients that were considered the pinnacle of success in the industry only hire one black photographer per year, right? <laughs> Did I? You mentioned That's that. Funny. Yeah, yeah, probably. This, and this was from, uh, I'm not exactly sure when, but... A while back, yeah. yeah I, now sure. they got four. Okay, <laughs> there yeah. you go, right? But can you speak to kind of, from your perspective, being inside, um, like, maybe why that is? And, and yeah, have you no seen doubt. a change? Have you seen a change at all? I think... Definitely a change. Okay. But, you know, it's like not enough. You know. Yeah, like, for sure. But it's different. You know, when I st- when I first was out here, like trying to do it, there was I remember I would go to Barnes and Nobles and pull out magazines to find the editors' names, right? Yeah. To try to figure out their emails and whatever, right? There you go. And I remember I used to make a stack of magazines and be like, these are dope, but they don't hire black photographers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that in the sense of like paranoia i'm yeah. looking through that motherfucker like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like you everyone looks exact same let alone makes the same image mm-hmm. and then here are the ones that are like oh well you know i have an in maybe or a homie might know somebody and i had to mentally do these gymnastics 
because I knew there were certain publications that just were not giving, yeah. were not going to give me a look. Yeah. I just knew it. Like, you still try, yeah. but I didn't get surprised when the email didn't come back. For sure. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? For sure. And, um, and I remember, I think one of the, there's a really strong black photo community now in a good way. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like a lot of cats connected early Instagram. Like, a lot of us found each other and just yeah. stayed tapped in with each other. Yeah. And um, it was so funny because I think so much of those, that early part of a lot of our careers, just kind of that whole gen of us i think that are like a bit older like yeah. we st- we were we started in this kind of like part of the industry when it was extremely racist yeah um and we used to all one of the you know first things you talk about when you would meet would be like hey man have you ever shot for so-and-so yeah like nah bro you know they don't hire black people i'm like oh okay cool like i'm not wow. tripping wow. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah yeah and so i think that the industry has changed because i think there's a lot of people who are trying to actively go against it, whether that be their minority, a black person mm-hmm. or a person of color themselves, mm-hmm. or they just know they got to do something. Yeah. Um, I do think a lot of people get tokenized or, or, you know, like they, I do think there is yeah. certain approaches where people like, I think white people have an obsession. I call it the Obama effect and they have the <laughs> obsession with exceptionalism. Like yeah. they want yeah. a champion of the Negro race. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. want like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. that that affects our industry, yeah. like most creative industries. Yeah. Like, see, um, see, we got it. We did it. Yeah, 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 yeah right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. And I think that still affects a lot of opinions and taste. Yeah. But fuck them. Like, yeah. it's just like, make your, again, right? It's like, yeah. I know my shit hits. Yeah. So I'm not, to be blunt. Yeah. You know, and, it's and, like. And the work you guys are doing, like, the community, right? The yeah. group, like, again, you're you're opening doors. You're opening yeah. eyes, right? Exactly. Because, you know, as photographers, you guys are kind of behind the lens, behind mm-hmm, the scenes. Mm-hmm. and people probably don't see you mm-hmm. they see your work but they don't see you so that mm-hmm. sometimes the average person won't know who made that mm-hmm. but it is important to you don't want to get in front of your shit and kind of yeah, distract yeah, people yeah. but it is good to kind of like speak on some of these things in this industry because it's an industry that is growing yeah right there's people coming from behind who want to get into it yeah. and it kind of eases their mind if they do get rejected to know like hey I, at least i know i can do it though yeah you yeah I mean? and it's it, it's also like we're creating our own networks right for example yeah. i remember i was in an uber going to a job with my assistant and i was like oh man what you got going on this week i think you know i assume we were shooting on a monday or something yeah and he was like oh you know i'm working with you then i'm working with so-and-so and then i'm working with so-and-so mm-hmm. and i'm working with so-and-so i'm like oh you're busy that's good and then i kind of paused for a second i was like you're working with four black photographers wow they're black themselves yeah and i was like when i was coming up i knew maybe one black assistant yeah. other wow. than me wow. Do you know what i mean like yeah. it was so stark there it goes and the fact this kid casually he didn't even in in a good way yeah like to be clear i'm not saying like you should be thankful it's more yeah. like <laughs> yeah. the fact that you just casually said you're working yeah. with four different it's black photographers yeah i was just i i like yeah. i think he even thought it was yeah. weird how yeah. hyped i was yeah. you know like because yeah. i was like this is unprecedented yeah, like man. you you're building a whole income off of you know we're able to s- spread out that way you're exactly. meeting people on set exactly you're meeting stylists you're meeting yeah. photo editors you yeah. art directors on set yeah you know like that's where it happens yeah that's beautiful yeah. Bro. you know yeah, it's definitely, like, a sign of progress for yeah. sure, like, you yeah. know. So. And I remember, you know, I've always, to the best of my abilities, I'm pretty adamant about when I reach out to homies about recommendations. Mm-hmm. I'm like, black people's up front. Like, what's up? Like, yeah. I got to shoot here and here. You yeah. know, any black people down there who do it? Yep. Like, and I'm blunt about it because I think it has to be. Yeah. Like, it has to be something yeah. that yeah. I don't I don't care about <laughs> your yeah, feelings. Like, I feel like. You're, you're doing you know? it because it's natural. Right? Yeah, yeah. One, and, but there's an underlining kind of reminder to whoever yeah. is mm-hmm. getting that message. Like, oh, shit. I'm oh, not playing. I, like, my I, friends, I, yeah, te- yeah. you know, the, my non-black friends who might be in a certain city, I go down to L.A. Like, hey, you know any black photos? And it's like, of course you would ask. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, of course, if you know, we got to do what we got to do professionally. If I, you know, whatever. For but sure. 
I, I'm always going to put it out there first. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Might as well, you know, I would appreciate it yeah. when I was trying to make rent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And uh, we deserve opportunities to fuck up, too. That's what I'm saying. We deserve like, opportunities even if, to fuck even up. If, even if my shit ain't hitting, let yeah, me get yeah. a chance to fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Exactly. Tell me it's not good. Exactly. Yeah. I, at least I give us a chance, you know? And that's, that's all that, That's yeah. all people want is opportunity. Just a chance. Just to learn. And then even if they learn, it's not for them. Yeah. You know? like Yeah. It's like at least you gave them the chance to just, yeah, I don't necessarily fail, but yeah, just try shit out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's real, man. Like, uh, like Gary said on the show, uh, where he was like, sometimes people uh, kind of disqualify themselves before they mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. try, you know, mm-hmm. or get a chance to try. So, that's important, bro. And, and again, man, the work you're doing, bro, is um, it's impactful, bro. It's reaching more than just kind of in the photography space. Yeah, appreciate that. It's Thank impactful. You. That's all sure, I care bro. about, man. For real. No, that's big, bro. It's big, man. Um, man, bro, we could talk with you all day. For sure, bro. <laughs> for <real. laughs> I talk too much. That's why I'll be rambling. Yeah, no, it's, good. it's all it's good, good, bro. It's good, man. Um, I'm curious. So, what are you? What are you excited for? I guess, like, looking into the future as far as maybe the industry yourself. Yeah, man. What, what gets you excited when you think about the future? Man, to be honest, you know, I spent my twenties with such a specific plan. I approached my career very. I had one five and ten year goal. Like I was, I wrote the shit down. You know, yeah. like I mean, like yeah, I was so specific about my goals. Yeah, and I'm proud to say I think up to you know last year, late last year, I did made some decisions that led me into I think like more or less achieving everything that I kind of really planned out for myself for mm-hmm. these last ten years. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't think I gave myself enough time to really sit in that. So I feel like for me, I think we were talking on the phone. I was like, mm-hmm. part of me what is I'm excited about is I can sit in it. You know, I'm a, you know, I got into gardening. Shout out to Nurturing Roots. Hey, I, I got oh, into yeah. gardening. Yeah. You know, I'm doing some woodwork and stuff. I'm, like, taking me time now, nah, man. Because I care, spent man. so much of my time those first 10 years. Uh, like, I moved to New York when I was 21, I think, and then moved when I was 30, you know, yeah. about 30. So it was, like, you know, almost 10 years of just, like, how do I make my career do this? How do I get here? How do I make sure we got money like this? Yeah. How do I do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think I can finally put myself in a position where I'm confident in where my career is. So what do I do to make my, you know, physical, mental, emotional place safe? That's and important, bro. Yeah, it's, it's about the marathon, bro. bro. Yeah, it's about the marathon. Exactly. That's in. I'm hitting. Yeah, that's the plan. I hit the 5K. We figured out the 5K. It's now we're looking at the New York about, marathon. It's about you know? sustaining, bro. It's about sustaining. Yeah. You know, yeah. sustainability. And part of that is kind of bringing on hobbies and understanding your your, your sense of time needs to stretch out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that I thought I had to even get what I've gotten done by 30. By 30? Yeah. At 30, I was like, that's true. You're tripping. Like, yeah. like you did. I'm happy yeah. you did a lot of things yeah. you want to do, but, bro, you, yeah. you know, you were killing yourself. You, yeah. know, I, you know, you work real hard. And, mm-hmm. and I think that it's important to, like, internalize relaxation time. We're talking about out of, out of office yeah, yeah. email signatures. Yeah, it's important, you know, like, It's super important, bro. You know, it's, it's something I'm trying to prioritize moving forward. So I think for me, like, what I'm most excited about is just, like, family time, yep. getting everything right. Yep. You just find a piece. You Growth, know? man. Growth comes in all yeah. levels, bro. All right, right. I got to grow that part. Yeah, that's yeah. my job right now. Yeah, Growth, no doubt. Man. That's important, yeah, bro. It's like that's Nip said, man. Got to sit back down and rearrange that list, man. Yes, sir. Every time. That's definitely like a recharge, bro. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah. Even if, you know, like going forward, it's like you have me time and then you come back to it. You're like, all right. Yeah. It's like kind of fresh, you know? Yeah, so Exactly. Yeah. But also yeah. what you, you know, they say like you work hella hard so that whatever took you 10 years to do, 
the next generation yeah. is going to take them five, right? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. three, right? Facts. So, mm-hmm. You know, that's 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 important too, right? Yeah, so. and it's dope. You're seeing. I feel like I've seen a lot of like young black photographers just moving, shaking, yeah. like they just came out. They're 24, killing. Yeah. I'm like, that's good for you. That's yeah, dope. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. bet. Like hell you yeah. know, like now some 19 year olds like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. go assist them. Exactly. And then you know, and exactly. That's, man. It's cool to see. I love it, bro. Yeah. I no more anomalies. It, it's a. It's part of it. It's yeah. no more like an exaggeration or a anomaly. Yeah, it's, you know? it's being normalized, yeah. man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's dope, man. For real, man. Gardening, though, right? Oh, I'm in there. Yeah. <laughs> Big fan. My winter garden's not moving like that, though. Yeah. Learning. But I think that... Well, now we get into a gardening yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, We're trying to get all genres, baby. <laughs> all I'm going to say is... I think what it's done for me is my understanding of time is stretched out because of gardening. Because mm. like, I'll do something in the, in the um, spring... And maybe it didn't necessarily work out. I got to wait a year to do that again. Yeah. So then you start changing your perception of time. Like, oh, I didn't get to do it this time, but yeah. plan a little. We come back to it. It's, le- yeah, it's like, life, life lesson. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It affects yeah. your emotional. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't get anxious. I'm not anxious because of it. Mm. You know, I might have to tr- do it. Start right? something. Little. I, saw, I, yeah, I definitely think it'll just make everybody just calm more down. patient, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. understand like, like the nature of life, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. real. That's it was, it's great for my health. I love it, bro. I love it, man. Um, well, yeah, man. Well, before we get you out of here, um, well, f- first of all, uh, where can people find you on social oh, yeah. media if they do want to tap yeah. in and uh, follow the movement and, and follow the great work you've been doing? Uh, my Instagram is Meron, M-E-R-O-N, underscore photo. Mm-hmm. And then on Twitter, it's just fo- opposite, photo Moran, mm-hmm. uh, like photo, M-E-S-A, Moran, so people can hear the letters. Mm-hmm. Photo, M-E-R-O-N. Mm-hmm. Um and then, yes, yeah, I guess it's social media. And my website is Meron, M-E-R-O-N, photography.com. Hell yeah, bro. Hell so, yeah, man. Website's fire, by the way. Oh, man, appreciate yeah, you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, bro. I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the growth. Um, and so before we get you out here, we always ask every guest this question. Um, kind of sums up what we discuss and kind of casts what's ahead. So if you can, my brother, what's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why? Family. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That work? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> why? Why family? Why family? Why family? Because that is like long. Everything I do is to make sure we're consistent and good. You know, like mm. family's good. What else you need? Mm-hmm. You know, if your circle is happy, your family, good health, taken care of, everyone's good. The rest of it is just. Come on, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what matters, man. Right, yeah. bro. Focus on what matters. Hundred percent. Chosen, you, chosen or given family, like whoever your family is. That's it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, bro. Shout out to the family, man. <laughs> family in Shout the room. The family. family listening, yeah, obviously, exactly. and watching. Shout out to yeah. y'all. Y'all call your fans family? You Come know what on, I'm saying? Man, exactly. Nah, facts, exactly, bro. It's man. family business, bro. Um, well, man, with that being said, bro, uh, again, we wish you much success, bro, moving man, forward. Man, appreciate obviously, you. Thank you. Likewise. You, you know yeah. you got support with us here at the yeah, Up no and doubt. Up always. always. Um, always. Definitely want to wish the family members listening and watching a happy holidays, man, mm-hmm. and a happy new year. This is the final episode of 2021. We will see you on the other side. Right? We'll, yeah. We'll be back soon. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll see you on the other side. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, with that being said, man, I think it's safe to say, man, Metal Megastop is officially a member of the Up and Up. Can we get a yeah. round of applause? Yeah. Thank, you, thank, you. Brother, thank, you. thank you, bro, bro. Thank you, fellas. Oh, yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn. We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the Up and Up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up and Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe. As well as follow us at underscore the Up and Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up and Up has coming your way. Thanks for listening. And until the next one, keep it on the Up and Up.